queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. It's our anniversary. I'm feeling cookie today, so forgive me. But OMG, ladies, two years, our two year anniversary. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> I mean, over 100 episodes edited. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know, right? It's like hours we've spent together on Zoom and Skype at first. And then we've had Fuck Skype. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, ugh, yeah, let's not do that again. Um, and then it's like, we've had several guests off and on on the show over the past few years and everything. It's like, we've had the Kirks, we've had Sledge, we have had Danny Limelight, Trisha Dora, Jordan Blade. It's like, the list goes on and on and on and on. Plus, like, reaching out to, like, several of our podcast brothers, uh, brothers and sisters, like, actually, yeah, like, um, all over and everything. It's just been unbelievable. Hard to believe, huh, Kayla? It has, considering two years ago, we basically just got bashed that a trio of women couldn't do a podcast, so. Fuck the haters, and, fuck the haters. Mm-hmm, and it's been one hell of a journey, and it's going to continue to be one, so. Amen. And the more I think about it, I, I don't think I want anybody. Yes, we give each other hell, because obviously, that's what we do. But, you know, um, I don't think if I was to go back, I don't think I would want any other co-host except for you two so i mean you guys are like awesome so it's been quite a journey and many more to come exactly all right so i did i was going to originally start out this by like what with some of the stuff that happened over the week but i saw this tweet just now and what better way to start off our anniversary so than with a bitch fest (laughs) okay pw stream tweeted out an article from ringside news yes i know ringside news is not is not credible and everything but the title of the article is aew gets props for having a better women's division than wwe there is a quote in there hold on hold on hold on before before i let you two off off and running okay so while speaking on smack talk dutch mantel stated that he believes AEW has a better women's division for WWE as they have more women, unlike WWE, which largely focuses on the likes of Charlotte Flair on Friday Night SmackDown. Quote, I genuinely believe AEW female division is better than WWE. Well, they simply have more girls. I mean, really, who does uh, SmackDown concentrate on? Charlotte? (laughs) 
You gotta be fucking kidding me. All right, who wants first? Oh, Kayla. <laughs> mm, you know what that means is if Justin throws me first, she's gonna go on a huge ass rant. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's gonna hold court in about five minutes here. So <laughs> go um, ahead, Kayla. I disagree with that. I mean, I mean, you might think back and you think like, okay, maybe Charlotte Flair is focused on SmackDown. I mean, obviously she's SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, but as far when it comes to AEW, they just, I don't know. What are you, they're focused on fucking Brick Baker. That should even be AEW Women's Champion. You know, every little segment. Um, no, I totally disagree with that. Um, AEW's Women Division is definitely not better than WWE. Um, I mean, there's only so much of DMD you can take of. Um, <laughs> but no, because I mean, I can name a whole bunch of people in AEW's women's division that, you know, don't get live TV action. Yes, they're on AEW Dark, then later, you know, goes on to YouTube. I mean, but that's not the same. At least, I'll, at least WWE, even if they're not in an actual match, you see them backstage doing, you know, promos, clips, or something. They're, you know, they're acknowledging that they're there. Um, I mean, there is a whole bunch of people on AEW Women's Division that I can sit here and count that has not been in AEW Dark for a while, um, that don't get TV time unless they're hanging around other people, which don't get me wrong. I love the tag team and stuff that they hang out with, but they need the spotlight on them more instead of, you know, coming to the rescue every time they get their ass beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I turn it over to um, our wonderful jester, um, no, I'm just going to flat out don't agree with Dutch Montel or Zeb culture. I know that's really you, um, but I don't agree with him at all. Um, so you may have more people on your, I don't, I don't even know. I'm going to count that up. Why Jolie's going on her rant. See how many people they really do have versus between raw SmackDown for, um, WWE, but, um, no, he, he got it wrong. So Jester. (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on. It's like, it seems like he's going over a quantity or quality type of thing. Uh, just because you have more people on their walls doesn't mean it's like they're using them right and everything. And I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, isn't that part of the reason why Swole left? Probably. I mean, I don't honestly blame her because before they let her go, when was the last time, when was the last time that she was actually on TV? I don't think, the last time I saw her is right when Britt Baker was hurt and she was messing with her and that was like it. Mm-hmm. And then it was, now, and I think she had one, she had one, maybe two dark matches and then that was it. It was just like, and all of a sudden she comes out. No, she returned. No, no, no. She returned at, um, what was it? They had like the women's, they had like a women's. The women's uh, casino la- battle royal ladder match. Yeah. yeah. She came out in that one and then that was it. Yeah. And I know during the time also she was uh, battling because she has Crohn's disease and everything like that. But uh, no, it's like you said. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested on the number of limit, like the list I'm, that you count up to, and everything. Yeah, I'm about to look it up. Why our wonderful gestures on her rant? So I'll have that number by the time she's done. <laughs> All right. Court is now in session. The honorable jester presiding. Chrissy. Zeb, number one, 
fix your mustache and shut the fuck up. The women are talking. So you say that Charlotte Flair is the only one that they focus on SmackDown. All right. We can we can actually all we all agree with that. They do the same fucking thing with Britt fucking Baker. The difference is Charlotte has skill and Britt's a dentist. Ruby Soho is 10 times better in ring than Britt Baker. Chris Statlander is 10 times better in ring than Britt Baker. Nyla Rose is 10 times better in ring than Britt Baker. Yet they're sidelined for her. Hell, all three are better in ring than Jade, your other champion, the hose champion. Because I'm sorry, that's all I see on that title. Thank you to whoever pointed that out to me. Not focusing on the women. Let's see. Hmm. Well, you've got Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, and Bianca Belair over on Raw. You have Zelina Vega and Carmella were feuding with Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., who are now feuding with each other. And you're most likely going to have the Bella Twins starting to pop up to face Carmella and Zelina, most likely at WrestleMania. Do we even have to go down to NXT with all of that women's uh, amazing matches that are going on down there? So you need to, one, take a seat. Two, open your eyes. Three, stop focusing on one show. Because if you say that the women's division is better on AEW, where they barely use them, and you barely see their champion defend her title, when Becky has has um, defended her title at every pay-per-view, and two or three times on Raw. So, again, sit your fat ass down, or go in the kitchen to make us a sandwich, because we're sick and tired of carrying the company on our backs. Ex- you, Yes, you talked about one show, but you used WWE as a whole. I mean, also, let's see, Naomi versus Sonya. You have that on SmackDown. Oh my God, there's a match on SmackDown. Fucking idiot. It's not quality. It's quantity. It's, I mean, it's not quantity that we want. It's quality. And yes, a lot of us are bitching about the whole Ronda versus Charlotte thing. We don't want that. It we'll was- get into that. Yes, we will. Hell, we didn't even want Charlotte versus Becky. We wanted Bianca versus Becky, Charlotte versus Sasha, titles exchanged hands, and we move on our merry way. And then you bring in Ronda to face Becky. But I digress. So go back to whatever wheelchair you popped out of, wheel your ass back to the old folks' home, and shut the fuck up. Court is adjourned. And Mr. Dutch Mantel is found guilty of being a jackass. <sighs> and I'm putting it lightly. Oh, man. Kayla, did you get cut, figure out the number yet? Um, on AEW's main account, not including who's on Dark, because none of, not all of them are all elite, but on their actual main roster page, they have a total of 24. 24 women? Mm-hmm. 24 women. And they can only muster up one women's match per show. I mean, yeah. Rampage is an Rampage is an hour. I get that and everything, but still, uh, Dynamite's two Dynamite's two hours. But then again, like some of these, I'm looking at like Yuka Kazana. I hardly ever see her. Got Thunder Rosa, Tay Conti, which they're mm-hmm. saying that she's only in the spotlight now because she's with Sammy Guevara. 
that's bullshit. But what actually, yeah. it's kind of true. She's not that good. It's why she never. Seriously, it's why she could never get over in NXT. It's why she could never get over in WWE. They are pandering to somebody who is okay in the ring, but not that great. That's the one wrestler in that entire company that Britt Baker is better than. Serena Deeb or Deb, whatever her name is. Uh, Ruby Soho, Riho, Red Velvet, Rebel, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose, Mercedes Martinez, Leela Hirsch, Leva Betts, the librarian. I think I've only seen her like lose one match. Chris Statlander, Jamie Hayter, fucking Jade Cargill, Sheeta, Emi Sharuka, Britt Baker, Brandy, Anna Jay, Bunny, and however you say her name. I can't never really. Living Dead Girl, how you say her name? Abaddon? Abaddon, there we go. Yep, that's the roster for the female. There's 24. And I only, like you said, there's only like one match that even happens once may not even be that i don't know how many reviews previews i've had i've written there has not been a single female match on it it's like a surprise when i actually have to write one and there is one or is there (laughs) one coming up probably not probably not and everything and so it's just like i don't know this this guy's unbelievable and everything so actually i got the thing on my phone the the issue is with aew they pander to their male audience with their male wrestlers they pander to the nostalgia factor by bringing in the likes of Adam Cole, Daniel Bryanson, CM Punk, Chris Jericho. When they are uh, Matt, Matt Hardy, when you've got guys like Wardlow being MJF's bitch, when you guys got beasts like Brian Cage just sitting in a cage on the sidelines, when you had women like Big Swole who you praised at one time that she's a great wrestler, and when she calls out her experience you say well she wasn't that great and we just let her go her contract end that is one of my major issues with that company you know Mm -hmm. at least with wwe like yeah they get the, the 30 or 90 day wait time but during that time they can set up bookings when you're an aew wrestler it seems like well am i going to be re-signed or not and then sometimes if depending on what it is you might be waiting to be re-signed and then you might miss an opportunity elsewhere. And going back on Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa has her own product that she puts out with Mission Pro. Mm-hmm. She's not full-time. And Mercedes Martinez has been on what? Once? Twice? Yeah. Like two appearances. Yeah. Like Friday was her first match. How do they build up feuds in this company? And, and come to find out that Mercedes... Storyline-wise, Mercedes Martinez is only in AEW because of, ha, guess who? Fred Baker. So everything's, everything seems to always like focus around Fred Baker. Uh, who, who is somebody who's... Uh, I was just going to say Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish only got part of... Because he wasn't high on them. The only reason they're in AEW is because Adam Cole is dating Fred Baker. Because Adam wanted them. So guess what? He got the lead because he's dating Britt Baker. Britt Baker is not somebody you should create a company around for a females division. No. Ruby Soho is. Nyla Rose is. Rio Rosa is. Thunder Rosa is, but she wasn't original. Oh, I know. Chris Statler will be another one. She was one of the originals. Yeah, Chris Statler. Yeah, Thunder Rosa came on later. 
but still, what she did in Mission Pro, I mean, that's definitely you. I would still would love to build a woman division around her because that girl kicks ass. Oh yeah! And the day that we get to interview her, she's gonna have it's gonna be a kickoff show. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I would base it off. I would base it off of her definitely. No, it's like the work she's doing with Mission Pro is like absolutely incredible and everything. So, (sighs) Dutch, get your shit together before you actually put out uh, quotes like that. Please and thank you. Moving on. Just stay in the old hole, folks, home, dude. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So let's put a light back, a little light. uh, Let's make this a little feel good moment for a second here. It's like, it's our anniversary today. Uh, well, this is our anniversary show and everything. I saw on Twitter, Nyla Rose, her five-year wedding anniversary is today. Congratulations to her and her wife. And then we've seen the pictures since yesterday. Keith Lee and Mia Yim, they finally got married and stuff. Oh, she looked absolutely, they looked, they looked absolutely beautiful. That cake topper. Was adorable. Oh my God. That is so cute. Do you see, I know they were like the little stormtrooper helmets, but I love the little pink veil sticking out of hers. Do you see that? It was cute. <laughs> okay, hers was stormtrooper, his was Vader. Was and I do yeah, not was... agree with him being Darth Vader. I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you are not evil enough to be Darth Vader. You can be evil, like, evil enough like that, even if you wanted to and stuff like that. But, uh, no, it's not like Pokemon is Eevee. Yeah, no. oh my god but i saw like a quick video like she put on her instagram story of them walking in like the reception for like the first time and everything he got a little little swag on and everything like oh get it boy (laughs) but it's like oh they look so beautiful it was like so beautiful and everything and it's like i could tell like oh it was just i'm just finally glad it's team Yemitless for life. <sighs> I did. I did Man. appreciate. I did appreciate Damian Priest roasting Shelton Benjamin. Of course. <laughs> Whose uncle is this? Sitting with a stealthy stick. I mean, <laughs> did you see the video that Sheldon had posted the day before they got married? I didn't watch it all the way through, but he says, he says, my best friend Mia Yim is getting married tomorrow. But today, the day before, I make sure to make her life a living hell before she is no longer single <laughs> i don't know what he did but that was his goal oh my god and then of course it's like there was a video with like him and uh him and uh cedric and like saying like congratulations you got all these debts to repay because apparently she still owes kofi 20 bucks i swear to god yeah. if i see kofi in person be like look this is 20 bucks mia owes you it's over. It's done. You're paid. Stop. It's like consider consider the debt paid. All right. It's like let it let it be. Let let the woman be. Okay. So okay. So before we move it on and everything, uh, Tony Khan said this Wednesday on Dynamite he has a major announcement and apparently there's going to be like a major debut. Do you, do y'all think it's going to be Keith? I mean, Jolie, I know you don't watch AEW and everything, but it's like... Honestly, it's, it's if, like, if it's Keith Lee, okay, good for him. But I don't... Look at all the big guys that are still sitting in the back doing absolutely nothing. Where's Lance Archer? Uh, uh, he's been around. He's actually currently going after AEW title this coming up week, so... Oh, yeah, Texas Deathmatch, yeah. Okay, he's but... Been, actually, he's been out hurt. That's why he hasn't really been there. All right. 
Brian Cage. Oh yeah, he's MIA. Wardlow, mm-hmm. who is just a bitch. Damn, he's yep. still a, he's still a bitch because he helped cost uh, CM Punk a match. Well, I think they, that's my point. They cater to smaller champions, smaller men. I think the biggest guy they have is Chris Jericho when he has his keg instead of a six pack. Yeah. But, but and it's not going to be Jeff Hardy because somebody pointed out his his release isn't until March. So everybody's saying Jeff Hardy. Okay. Okay. Can uh, sit down and shut the fuck up because and I, I told like I told you this if Jeff does go, um, I I will. I I want Jeff out of wrestling and everybody's like, well, that's selfish. No. I'm not saying it for selfish reasons. I'm not saying it because I think he's an addict. I know he's an addict. You're never not an addict. Mm -hmm. And people acting like, well, he can never fall off the wagon. It has nothing to do with that. Look what happened to Matt in that one match where he got his head split open. He's concussed and he's still going out. Nobody's stopping him. And they came, well, yeah, we tried to fucking tackle the dude. Right. There's a difference between what happened with Matt Hardy and what happened with Becky. Becky was in the middle of the ring when this happened. Because somebody brought this up as a comparison. Becky was in the middle of the ring. This was backstage. They could have thrown the X. There were no refs out for this. This was just a free-for-all for Becky and that whole Survivor Series thing. Right. So, And they honestly didn't know the extent. They just Everybody just thought it was a bloody nose. We all knew what happened to Matt. Matt got his head busted open. He was bleeding everywhere. Yeah, should have thrown an axe. You would think, huh? Sheesh. If it's Keith, like I said, if it's Keith, that's fine. Um, I was gonna say carrying cross, but I don't think so. And no, because he's he has so many things lined up. It just didn't seem like that would fit with what he's doing at the moment. Right. He seems very content with the indies and not working for a company which i think suits him better because he's less constrained and while yes aew lets you have a little bit more freedom they still have constraints whereas the indies you get to do stupid shit so my guess is probably keith lee but again so you're gonna make a big acquisition and they automatically get into a tournament while you have Men sitting backstage like Sunny Kiss doing absolutely mm-hmm. nothing except for AE Dark. You know, it's not right that they, and it's not, a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Khan. It, it's, it's not a forbidden door if they are let go from other companies. Now, if it's signed from New Japan or Impact, that's a forbidden door but signing somebody that was fired is just signing somebody that was fired you dumbass what you have is a revolving door like the jaguars coaching office yeah and while i do wish peterson (laughs) all the luck in the world there is no amount of magic that man can do to make that a Super Bowl caliber team. Sometimes you have to cut your losses and maybe ask your dad to sell the Jaguars because, you know, that's just taking away money from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Who do you think? I Kayla? mean, the, yeah. Um, I had I had Keith Lee bouncing up in my head, and then like Julie said, I you know I had jumped across because I like to see that, but then it was just like he's fine and dandy. Him and Scarlett's both fun having on fun on independent circuits. Hell, he just won a championship. His mm-hmm. first match back. Exactly. Against Jacob for two of all people. Mm-hmm. So um, he's fine and dandy with his um, independent circuit um, right now. So, but then I really started thinking about it. Um, there's a possibility it could be Josh Alexander from Impact. Um, then I've seen rumors that Okada and or Kenta from New Japan. So, um, I don't really know, um, who's it going to be. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who they do open up to. Um, someone I read, I was reading an article while Jolie was talking. Someone said, screw the 90 day cause it's Jeff Hardy. So they're trying to say, they're going to try to break it. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead with that. Nice try. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's actually a lawsuit. Dumbasses. Exactly. Um, that's why I was like, good luck with that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. And then, I don't know, anything's possible right now. I can't really, you know, get a stay on, you know, just trying to sit here and think major. I mean, obviously Keith Lee is one, but do you really see him after getting married from yesterday? Do you really see him hurrying back, going back to the wrestling ring on Wednesday? That's a only short if, ass honeymoon. Yeah. Only if they postpone their honeymoon. So who knows? Exactly. So I mean, when I write to preview, it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say from there. Probably just mystery opponent for Isaiah Cassidy. But, but knowing them, they're probably going to have their honeymoon at Disney World or, or Universal well, Studios. Well, they're moving out of Orlando, so I don't know about that. Just because you're moving out doesn't mean you're not going to go there. Who can go to Disney World? What's wrong with you, child? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Disney World, so I wouldn't know. Me neither. I haven't been to Disney at all, so I've been to twi- I've been twice, both with my parents, but I want to just go back just for like as an adult. So oh, okay, okay. All righty. So and when's that going to be, Kayla? About twenty years. <laughs> Very funny. All right. Two weeks. Elimination Chamber pay per view in uh, Saudi Arabia. The WWE Championship match has been set. Elimination Chamber match. Bobby Lashley defending against Austin Theory, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and Riddle. I swear if Brock ends up winning this match, I might might reconsider going to WrestleMania altogether because it's like there's absolutely no fucking reason why... It, it should be title versus title at WrestleMania because you're taking a huge opportunity away from another set of guys on Raw. I don't agree with that. And then Austin Theory, what the fuck is he doing in this match? He's the man's puppet. What do you expect? He's the new son since they fired Shane. But at least Austin's got talent. That's to true. Look at. <laughs> and he doesn't but, dance like a goofy little fucking bastard. Oh my god uh jolly what do you think about the lineup um just i want to throw this out there people bitching about the roman versus goldberg this was from wrestlemania 36 
Yeah, it, this is a match that never happened. And he's not going to lose to Goldberg. It's Goldberg putting him over. Jolly, I hate to interrupt you and everything, but uh, we got a surprise visitor. I thought she wasn't going to be able to join us today, but holla, Tiffany Nieves. What's up, hey. girl? Oh, my God. Long time no see. I couldn't be more excited to, like, say hello. We've been trying to get this going for some time now, and I gave you my word that I was going to try my best. And um, I told you I even I have company that's driving me, so I thought we'd be able to do it. Then I get pulled over because I was trying to take selfies without my seatbelt on correctly. Everyone who's listening, always wear your seatbelt correctly. But I said, you know what? I have such a great event I'm on my way to that it can't ruin my mood. So I was like, I'm going to make this interview work. It's not going to get in the way of the time I'm going to spend with you ladies today. So here I am. So happy you guys invited me. Thank you so much for joining us. It's like, it was like, it's like, I thought first I thought we weren't going to get you, but it's like, hell, it's like having you on our anniversary show is like completely insane. Okay. So you've been busy since your debut. If I'm not mistaken, you just got back from your second trip to Puerto Rico. Yes. Awesome. Well, let me tell you something. So another thing I want to mention, you guys hold a special place in my heart because you guys were probably the only interview I did right before I debuted so it's really phenomenal for me to come back on and tell you everything I've done since then super busy I was supposed to be in Puerto Rico this weekend and I had to cancel because I had an AEW taping yesterday so I love Puerto Rico great company work for but I'm returning in March they totally understand it was a very difficult decision to have to reschedule that booking but um, it just built the suspense for when I return so Oh my God. Absolutely. And I think you and I were like DMing each other and you said it's like totally different. It's like more fast paced. And they, did you say something about a six sided ring or something? Or It was a six sided ring. And I really like it because I think I told you guys that I'm so interested in intergender matches. So I had an, um, a singles match and then I got to wrestle in an intergender match, tag team match. And that is just my field. I really, that's where I showcase a lot of my skills when in the intergender matches. And I really enjoy that. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And so like, yeah, and it's like, uh, you just said you had an AW tape and it's like, you've been on there, you've been on there like a dark and elevation like a few times already or? Yeah, so I've been invited a couple times. Um, This is, I think my third, fourth time, third time, third time. I'm very excited. Um, I I don't want to say anything yet, but I have some good things coming March, huge shift change and I can't wait to announce it. So that's staying busy, Um, just getting better at wrestling um the opportunities i've been given i i actually go to panama next weekend um nice. at, oh no not next weekend i'm in chicago next weekend but um i think oh, crap it's this month i'm going to panama so it's the weekend after this weekend oh gosh my dates are you know i'm a wrestler i'm not a scientist so i leave the numbers and the everything else to anyone else but me but yeah so i go to panama this month it'll be my first time out of the country ever and it's going to be for wrestling i'm super excited Oh my God, that is incredible. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you, sweetie, and everything. Oof. It's a uh, local Hollywood girl from South Florida. And look at me on the run. And I'm so excited about it. Oh my God. Can you believe this, Jolie? No. <laughs> you, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, like when you started out, you were just kind of shy about it. You know, you were worried about everything. And, you know, you had us hyping you up about it. And it's just the fact that you've taken off, the fact that you've been on AEW, even though I don't watch 
AEW. Makes me proud of you. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, the Puerto Rico thing is cool because I work for Puerto Ricans. So I love Puerto Rico. It was so I think that's definitely cool. I've didn't Damien they just did they did a show a while ago over there with the rest WWE with Puerto Rico. I thought that was cool that he got to go over there for that Damien yeah. Priest. Um yeah. but it's nice seeing that more Hispanic and women of color are more prominent in the indies. And I, I definitely think that's been a, definitely a nice shift and you know, very proud of how you've came up and gotten to where you are. So congrats and have fun in Panama. Thank, thank you so much. I want to tell you, you know, um, I'm definitely making the transition to become the, a full-time wrestler. So it, it has a lot of sacrifice in it. And it the conversation reflects where I was to where I'm going. It's the most rewarding thing. You know, it shows me the work I'm putting in and it's all worth it. So it's really exciting. Oh my God. Absolutely. And everything. Kayla, I'll, I'll shut up and let you get in here. <laughs> um, first of all, um, I just want to say, I'm so proud of you as well, Tiffany, ever since, you know, the first interview we had, you accomplished so much and you're definitely not done. And then the fact of seeing you on AEW dark and I'm like, and I always in just seeing one of our indie wrestlers that we've, you know, interviewed, you know, the part where they're in that it's like, Oh my gosh, look, look, look who's in there. You know, I always send it to them. And it's like, I think we had an, um, Trisha Dora was on there or whatever. Then when I seen you and I was just like, you know, you have accomplished so much and I'm proud of you. And I can't wait for you to come back and show us that you have, I don't know. I'm just going, I don't know. Let's say one day TBS women's champion or AEW's women's champion. You're going, you're going to get there and we'll, hey, you know, it's insane. My third match of my career was, um, a- I had Britt Baker in the ring with me at the uh, James L. Knight Center in Miami. That was just incredible to me. So I thought I saw that as a sign. My future will be bright, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yes, and Golden, we, we're now it's like now that you're off and running with your career and everything like that and everything, it's just like, oh, okay, first title. We're waiting for the first title. <laughs> yes, exactly. My match wasn't against her, but I was really ready to fight her if I needed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you could take her out. I know you could. I'm scared. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like oh, get that Latina blood spicy. Spicy. Hello. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you guys for inviting me onto the show. I didn't have much time because I am on my way to um, a show in Clearwater now. We're about five minutes out, but I could not continue my day with at least saying hello and stopping it on the anniversary show. So thank you guys for having me. You're very, we're very welcome. You glad, glad you had a few minutes to uh, share with us. Uh, good luck, good luck in Clearwater tonight, and uh, we'll definitely catch up with you later down the road. You queens rock! Thank you, thank you, love you, sweetie. You. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was fantastic. I'm so glad she had five minutes. I knew mm-hmm. it's like we were DMing back and forth and everything. And she said she wanted to try to get on, but then she got pulled over. And then she said, well, can you send me the link? And so I figured out how to send it from my phone, uh, from my computer and stuff. So it was just like, that was just absolutely amazing. <laughs> the Queens of podcast take, we, we do not condone doing selfies without your seatbelt on. She had it yeah, on, but it was improper. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, she's in the pa- she's in the passenger seat. She's not driving and everything. But I know, but drive. that's like the funniest fucking thing because there are times where I sit when I have I put the strap behind me because in the one car that I used to have, 
when I was in the, the passenger seat, I couldn't have it over my shoulder because it kept cutting into me. Yeah. So I would always put it like, you know, I would always sit with it behind. <laughs> and it's like, I'm so glad I don't, they don't have cops to go around the one park that I go through because I sit without my seatbelt on. So I can take pictures, but that's just fucking all that. Like, of all the things, of all the things to get pulled over for taking a that's selfie without without your seatbelt on correctly. <laughs> remind remind me to be careful whenever I go to whenever I go to Florida for the first time. <laughs> God, Florida is so fucking. Weird. God, I know. God, God bless her. I'm so she's doing so amazing. I, uh, I can't wait till she she comes to Texas finally. All right, uh, what were we talking about? Elimination Chamber. So yeah, like the the Goldberg match um, with Roman is basically going to be Goldberg literally passing the torch, which he was supposed to do two years ago. So that's fine. I'm excited for the dream match of the century, which is Lita versus Becky, something that both women have wanted um, for a long time. Like Becky has stated over and over again that Lita was her inspiration that she got in trouble for the thongs and all that so it's just it's a dream match and Charlotte's probably just going to sit at home like normal and not defend her title like a bitch so I know Jolie fangirled that whenever she found out about the match oh I definitely fangirled I mean I just hope it's the first match because I have work that day um and so I can watch that or at least it's on before three o'clock when i gotta get ready for work like yeah. I mean, but yeah no uh the elimination chamber i kind of don't see brock winning i see somebody either bobby retaining or somehow and it pains me to say this <laughs> seth say it seth freaking rollins coming out with the victory and then we're going to get him and KO at WrestleMania because that's the match that makes the most sense for that. And title. That's, a ma- that's a match I want. It's the match that a lot of people want. And then Brock is going to go after Roman and then Brock's going to put over Roman and Roman is going to retain unless somehow the rock shows up and interferes. But there is the, the, that thing that you posted the other day uh, from uh well, you didn't post. You sent it to us in in chat about the fifty some days from the brother of the Usos. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I saw that, and a lot of people are like saying, "Okay, fifty seven days from that day is April second, which is WrestleMania." So a lot of people are like saying, "Okay, what's up? Are you are you joining the bloodline already, or just like I'm intrigued, confused?" I don't know. Because it's like, he just, that, that's all he tweeted out was 57 days. Yeah, that's very interesting. And so, kind of uh, interested to see where that goes. I know, right? Exactly. It's just like, don't know. And it's like intriguing to see. I mean, it's like, I, I, I mean, I was hoping he'd have like a long run in NXT first, maybe get shot at a title and everything before they brought him up but i don't know they might bring him up sooner i mean if they bring him up for the bloodline and that would honestly be very intriguing it makes the bloodline stronger it makes like that entire like it brings the it honestly is the rebirth of the samoan dynasty 
And yeah. honestly, I think it's something cool that they could do. And if that's something they do on SmackDown, then hands down, straight up, they need to revive the Hurt Business. Because if they do that, if they revive the Hurt Business, then you would actually have a very amazing feud on two different shows where they're competing against each other in some way, shape, or form. And if they could hold that up until Survivor Series, holla! Which I think they can. <sighs> All right, Kayla, Elimination Chamber, what are you thinking? Uh, um, as far as the men's Elimination Chamber, like we said, Austin Theory shouldn't even be in this damn match. Um, for some reason, honestly, I do not see Brock getting the title. Um, my two options is either Bobby retains some magically some way retains that title in that chamber. Um, it's either going to be him or like Jolie said, um, I see Seth coming out to set up KO because their friendship was a little too friendly uh, <laughs> right now. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing that match because, um, yeah, um, I don't see Brock getting it because Brock's going to go to Rome, uh, WrestleMania try to beat Roman. Roman's just going to laugh in his face and retain the title. So um, hopefully, I don't know who's going to dethrone. If Brock don't win at WrestleMania at this point, I don't know who's going to dethrone Roman Reigns, to be honest. Whoever wins money in the bank, probably. Austin Theory? I'm just kidding. Oh, no, don't I- make me puke. <laughs> don't make me puke. Please don't make me puke. I'm kidding. No. What if I'm more? I think I'd give up. I think I'd give up WWE if Austin Theory won money in the bank, cashed in on Roman, and I'd be going, really? Seriously? <laughs> For real? Seriously? For real? At this point, oh. I hate to say it, I would rather, if I really had to choose anybody on the roster, um, I would rather see, you know, I don't know, he kind of annoys me, but... I would rather see Sami Zayn cash in and win it before Austin Theory, at least. At least it would be entertaining. Exactly. Austin's, I think Austin's just too afraid to say anything. It's like ever since the golden egg, it's like, you're like the golden child. Come on. At least he's like, at least he's like one of those um, annoying, I mean, Sami Zayn's like one of those like annoying, entertaining folks. Like this whole stuff he's doing with like Johnny Knoxville and Jackass and everything. It's like, it, it's hilarious. It, God forbid if he actually gets the IC title back. Ugh. Eos meal. I love people bitching about Sami Zayn re-signing with the WWE. I find it fucking hilarious. Simply because of the fact that they call him a sellout, yet he's doing something against the establishment as a character. Like, I, I find absolutely, like, you know, the, the they're like, he's a sellout. Him and KO are sellouts. Well, there's a reason why they're wanting to stay because they want to win the tag titles together. They both have said it in separate interviews. I think, you know, after these storylines run out, that's going to happen. Yeah. And so people just need to shut the fuck up. And I mean, honestly, I, I kind of want Sammy to win the title back. Um, and, you know, just because Shinsuke... It's kind of been very lackluster. It, both like the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Champion has kind of been stale and stagnant. Um, as much as I love Damian Priest and everything he does, it's just it's kind of just been like... It's run its course. Yeah. I kind of want Finn Balor to beat him for the United States Championship. 
I think that would be a very good match once Finn comes back and, you know, he's taken some time off and I respect him for that. Now that he can travel back to Ireland, yeah. you know, people bitching, complaining that he hasn't been seen on TV, that they've lost, that he, they don't see him as the main ty- uh, competitor anymore. Okay. So he might not win the heavyweight championship or the world championship. But he can still win titles and he can still be training and teaching the younger superstars. People just need to realize that not everybody that is in WWE is unhappy. Like Miss Nia Jax fucking said. When you've had like people come out and say, like, you've got Johnny Gargano. Like, even though he was NXT mainly, he goes, you know, I loved it there. Adam Cole has had nothing really bad to say about WWE. The Bobby Fish and... um. Oh my God, his name just blanked. O'Reilly. Thank you. Kyle O'Reilly. have nothing bad to say about WWE. You have Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai doing um, dark matches now up on SmackDown. So if those two come to SmackDown, Mr. Dumbass McFuckface Zeb Coulter, you're going to have two more powerful fucking women that storylines are going to be based off of. Mm-hmm. Also, when Asuka comes back, you know, sometimes you just have to wait for storylines like this is something that people are so impatient for right they they cannot wait for storylines to end they want everything now 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 the story needs to end and jolly i hate to interrupt you one more time it always seems to be when you're talking and everything but uh got another so got another uh guest here who just who just popped in on us (laughs) Oh man, our friend Nick Irene with Wrestle Rave. Hello, brother. Hello. How's everyone doing? Congrats on the anniversary, by the way. Thank you so much. We're doing good. How are you, man? Doing well. Just uh, trying to stay warm, and uh, yeah, just trying to stay warm and getting ready, getting real excited for next week. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. Bound for Love, your first uh, sh- the show, uh, first show of Wrestle Rave for 2022 around Valentine's Day. That that's a hell of a time to do your. First- the hell yes. time to do your first show for the year. <laughs> yes, I like to call it uh, the the. Of course, you saw our first couple of shows. This is like, like our 2.0 era, where we're just co- totally going to revamp everything and really finally have a vision. Other than the other shows that were just kind of like they were wrestling shows, right? <laughs> but now it's like it's Russell Rave 2.0 in a way, except hopefully <laughs> a little, hopefully a little better. Okay. All right. No, no, no. I mean, it's like the the first couple. I mean, the first sh- shows I've been, the couple of shows I've been to, and everything. Everything was good. That last one um, in November, I think you ran into some bad luck because there was like so much going on in Houston that weekend and everything. So it was- yeah, yeah, I learned real quickly not to run against Booker T's uh, show. So yeah, but hey, we had fun. <laughs> Ab- yeah, absolutely. We yeah, we definitely had fun. Okay, so I know we talked about it before and everything, but uh, it's actually coming to fruition. You will be crowning your very first WrestleRave champion, uh, yes. Aaron Mercer versus Max Heights. So what was Absolutely. okay? So what was it about these two and everything that uh, told you they deserved to be uh, carrying the torch for WrestleRave? Well, we kind of just looked at our past shows and thought, well, who are the two people that have won the best and uh max heights had big wins against chris carter had a had a triple threat win against curry wright and action mark jackson and he's been undefeated since coming in now undefeated it's we've only had a couple of shows but every time max has come in for us he's won and of course mercer's had big wins against gary J, 
uh, big wins against Sam Beal, who uh, Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. of course, Gary J, a strong veteran who will be at the show as well. Always okay. happy to bring him back. And uh, we just thought that these two uh, not only would put on, not only these two are going to kill it and tear down the house, but are our two top number one contenders uh, for the belt, which is a, uh, a, a nice belt. And you're still not going to show me, are you? <laughs> No. Well, uh, we have a post on Twitter right now. I'm very hesitant because I love my surprises. But if you retweet and like the post, you'll see it on our Twitter page at WrestleRaveHTX. I'll give you all a peek if you all happen to happen to break uh, 100 retweets and 100 likes. I think that's astronomical to ask uh, from a promotion our size at this point, which is why I made it an astronomical um, uh, number to start. So if we get it, yay. You twerp. That's okay. <laughs> no, I understand. I completely understand. Okay, so the match that we're interested the most because A, we're, spon- we're sponsoring one of the couples, and B, uh, we absolutely love this couple and everything. Couples therapy match, Austin Reddick and Heidi Hauser, Hauser versus the Kirks. Brandy and Casey are coming to Houston. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah, long time coming to bring those Brings a, bring those bastards in, but uh, yeah, they're going to grace us with their with their presence and grace the Houston community. Their first their first appearance here in Houston, um, so I'm happy to uh, pop that cherry for them. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, fuck the Kirk still, but hey, you know we thought it's Valentine's Day. It's near Valentine's Day. We have to have some kind of, you know, we have to have some kind of couples match and. You know, especially around Valentine's Day, things can get a little stressful and, you know, spouse may not like what certain spouses do for each other. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of a way to, uh, you know, uh, unveil the, um, you know, unleash that uh, that pent up rage and thus couples therapy was born, which is a uh, no disqualifications, no count outs. Um, so, yeah, anything goes. Well, shit, it's like uh, the Kirk specializes in death matches. So, yeah, that's right up their alley. <laughs> Yeah, they're very thrilled to come in. They're very thrilled to come in. Fuck them still. Um, but uh, but absolutely. And I've been trying to get and of course getting Heidi and Austin in. Been trying to get them in for a while too. They're born. They're actually from Texas, but they live in Kansas now. So okay. Um, so it'll be a nice little homecoming for them. First time actually. And I was talking with Heidi and Austin before. That said, we have actually never worked in Houston, although we were born and raised here. So it's kind of yeah. cool to kind of be like a nice family reunion so i expect a uh, very lively uh, reaction for those two oh i'm gonna be torn because it's like i'm a houston girl and everything but it's like the kirks are the kirks are our people why <laughs> no. <laughs> no it's like okay, okay they're my I'm- people they're my people screw y'all texans they're my people because they're from my neck of the woods and we know how to fucking fight so they're my people uh, they do. They do know how to fight. I will give them that. But they are assholes. So fuck them. <laughs> but I guess that's how how that area is over there. That everyone's just a bunch of assholes. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like uh, Casey was like the first female wrestler we ever had on the show and everything. And then the second time we had her on, we had her with we had her on with Brandon. And it's just like yeah, it's like they're friends of the show. That's why I like. That's why I reached out to you and I was like, wait, okay, we got to sponsor the Kirks. Like it's like. You got the card, so it's like, yeah, sign us the hell up and everything. And we so thank y'all like- for that, of course. <laughs> um, while Brandon's on the mind, though, uh, if if any young wrestlers or any trainees are out there wanting to uh, 
you know, learn from one of the best. Uh, I give, I'm giving him a lot of shit. Brandon Kirk is obviously very well-traveled, very uh, well-known trainer over at the H2O Academy. And uh, we will be hosting a seminar with Brandon Kirk um, as the, uh, as a special uh, trainer for, for the evening. So if any young wrestlers or young trainees want a chance to uh, kind of pick the head of a, a world-traveled, um, not just a deathmatch guy, but world-traveled mm-hmm. pro wrestler, um, very accomplished pro wrestler. Uh, here's our, here's your opportunity and just DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll, we'll sit, we'll set you all up. No, nah, definitely. And everything you got, yeah, you picked a good one. Uh, you picked a good one for a seminar there and everything. Oh, okay. Okay. Kayla. So it's like, I, so it's like, we're kind of like 50, 50 and everything. Jolie's like, definitely like, it's like, uh, as far as like this, uh, match coming up with the curtain and everything, what do you think? I mean, they're, you know, seeing them. I mean, they're one hell of wrestlers. Um, but as far as I know, when we had them on the podcast, how they always love the, I don't know, dangerous stuff, you know? <laughs> so it was like, and the fact that um, they're doing a death match, it just makes me wonder. It's like, um, how's it really going to go down? But um, I'm actually really excited to see it. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Jolie might. Jolie, you still got that baseball bat? <laughs> yes, I do. And a kendo stick and a couple of chairs. Yeah, I, w- I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if you can get a hold of Casey. Maybe she could take them there in her carry-on luggage. <laughs> yeah, we, we've. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that. Well, luckily uh, they're going to be working for uh, heavy metal wrestling over in San Antonio the night before, so maybe they can pick up some uh, pick up some things while they're over there in San Antonio, and then they come on down here to Houston. So they're going to do like a little mini Texas tour here. A little bit. It's like very sight. It's very awesome to see and everything. Um, okay, so and uh, Casanova Valentine, ironically, uh, Valentine and everything. Casanova Valentine's your host. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I remember meeting him the first time I came to the show and everything. Yeah, he's um, a he's a uh, he's a character. <laughs> oh, big time, big time character. All right, okay. what else? What else should we expect for the show? Um, the unexpected probably a good way to we have i mean we have a lot of stuff planned uh, obviously don't want to spoil anything right here right now because i will spoil fun um but we got a lot of great things planned out we got a lot of great events planned out for the rest of the year okay. i just got phone today with captain ceviche so that we will have ceviche at the um we'll have a it's a ceviche ceviche i don't know how to pronounce it it's a shrimp with the uh it's food so, uh, so, you so, be, so if you're talking about the the food and everything it's ceviche ceviche yes um captain ceviche so we will have a food vendor there we will have uh, all sorts of vendors there of course and uh uh of course always byob free jello shots um we will it's gonna be a big party and uh and since it's gonna be cold uh we are gonna have hot cocoa for sale a special oh. wrestle rave hot cocoa <laughs> So just kind of expect the unexpected, uh, expect some violence, expect some laughs. Um, as you look at the card, it's a uh, very, um, diverse is probably the mm. best way to say it. For sure. A lot, of, a lot of different talents, a lot of different, uh, people coming in, coming in and out. So, uh, that's what we're kind of all about is just trying to give people a, a fun show that they'll remember. And I think this one will do so. Awesome. Uh, and where can they get tickets if they haven't gotten on any already? Uh, well, they're on Eventbrite. You can go, to, if you just type in WrestleRave on the Eventbrite uh, around Houston, and uh, you'll see Bound for Love. You'll also see some of our other events for March and April, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to them. Um, we do have, we, you can look on our link on Twitter. 
Uh, it's on our bio at, at WrestleRapeHTX, like Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check it out on our Facebook page, uh, my Facebook page, Nicholas Irene, and uh, on Instagram, too. It's, it's a very, uh, if you follow us, the link will not be far behind. We post that, we post that sucker every day. So every day, every hour. So uh, we expect, uh, hopefully expect a lot of people to show up and support us. Sounds good, man. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, and just glad you had a few minutes. You can uh, come and give us an update on everything. And uh, definitely cannot wait for next weekend. I will definitely see you there. Of course. And uh, hope to see you all there as well. All right. Have a good one. Thanks again. You all as well. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Oh, it was good to get a catch up on him. Yeah. A lot of people still don't like the Kirks. It's like, <laughs> but of course, but of course, it's like, I think they've embraced it because they actually sell shirts that said, fuck the Kirk. So go figure. <laughs> if they want to send me one of those shirts, I'll buy it, but I'll, uh, you know, they can send me it. I, I don't have money at the moment, but they can put it out, cross out, fuck. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't wait to meet them and everything. So, but um, we were going to have them on today, but uh, unfortunately they're in the process of moving. So um, they could, yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't spare the time and everything. So uh, it's okay. I'm going to be, I can't wait to meet them next weekend. So it's going to be all good. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. No, that, that building's going to be fucking cold, but I got, it's a good thing I have a hoodie now to, to go uh, to where, when I go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jolie. All right. No more interruptions. I I promise. I I forget what I was talking about. So let's just (laughs) move on. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot it. (laughs) All right. The other thing I did, we did want to talk about and everything. All right. Nobody wants it. Unfortunately, it's happening. Why? We don't know. Well, big names, whatever. Ronda versus Charlotte. Hopefully Sasha gets added to this and Sasha doesn't eat the pin. Um, I want her to win. Yeah. If no, she I, gets added. Same. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, she's owed that at least to be perfectly honest after losing, she, she doesn't have a good track record at pay-per-views, um, especially WrestleMania. So I think, you know, but she doesn't, and to be perfectly honest, she doesn't need the win. But she deserves it, after you know, for her and Bailey both for keeping that company afloat during the pandemic when Becky was out. Charlotte really wasn't doing much, so we'll see what happens. One thing I have seen: what would you feel about like having a Sasha versus Bailey match? Though I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with Sasha versus Lita. Okay, as long as as long as Sasha gets a match at WrestleMania, that's all I care about. If it's for a championship, if they throw her to, to Raw to go against Bianca and Becky, okay. I'm fine with that better. too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like some people are like saying like it's very it's a damn shame and everything that she had such a historic main event match last year. And right now she's not even in the conversation for anything for WrestleMania. And it's I honestly and- think she was though, but Rhonda and Charlotte decided to text apparently. And this happened. It's a damn shame too, and everything. It's like she may not need a win at WrestleMania, but it's like she deserves one. She deserves to have her WrestleMania moment like that. So it's like, 
And of course, this is the Sasha Stan and me talking, but still. Ay, ay, ay. Kayla, what do you think? Um, I did see some kind of rumor that Sasha is supposed to have a match at um, WrestleMania. It's like a rumor, and it's up against Lita. I saw something. Um, I don't know how 100% sure that is, but you know how they do like the little rumor cards? That's what they're rumoring. So she might get that moment. Um, okay. Charlotte versus Ronda. I love both of them in the ring, but I was kind of hoping, you know, Ronda versus Becky, because I kind of feel like, you know, Ronda still has that, you know, issue with, you know, Becky, because they supposedly said she didn't pin her the correct way when she mm-hmm. lost the title. Yeah. Um, so am I upset about it? No, not really. What did I want Becky? Yeah. But um, hey, I like Ronda and I like Charlotte. So um it's very interesting to see who gets their submission move in first and who taps out. <laughs> so, um, so um, believe it or not, it's, I think it's going to be, regardless, it's going to be one hell of a match. So um, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it is going to be a hell of a match. It's like, I mean, uh, I think Steffi Hives brought up a good brought up a good point and everything. It's like. Charlotte put out a tweet saying like six years in the making, but it's like, didn't you two already have a match? It's like six years in the making, but y'all fought at Survivor Series not too long ago. Yeah, but that match was something that they weren't really to have a chance to build up to hype. They have two months to build this up to make it hype. I mean, you have her beating the crap out of um, you had Ronda break quote-unquote, break Sonya's arm. And then you had Naomi trolling her, which was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? So it's just... It's just funny that, you know, people... They'll find anything to complain. But it honestly has been years in the making them to have a properly hyped-up match. I just still think that either Sasha needs to be added or Sasha gets a match. Because we can't have this giant beef fest again. No. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Everything. Especially with and with WrestleMania being like stretched over two nights and everything. There's definitely room. There's definitely room. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. All righty. Jolie, any final thoughts for our anniversary show? Hopefully this year we get... Uh some new guests on Cody Rhodes you little bitch you made a promise you made a promise and I will tag you in this podcast because you promised our lovely boss lady that you would come on our show and you know we've been around longer than AEW but other than that you know I just some more guests maybe meeting up even if it doesn't happen this year, it will eventually happen. But, you know, here's to another year and many, many more. Yeah, I mean, this, I know we're not going to be able to meet up for like WrestleMania, but hopefully SummerSlam or even Survivor Series because um, I did get the time off for work for, for that and everything. So, um, so yeah, that, that's definitely my plan for my plan for sure. Kayla? Um, like I said at the beginning, um, it's been two years, one hell of a run with both of you ladies. Um, wouldn't have it any other way. Um, yeah, Cody, you kind of did say that maybe you could uh, 
you and Brainy could be on the podcast soon. So where is that? Um, with you having the community reach on Twitter now, I don't know how I'm going. I'm going to try to, I'm going to message you on Instagram. I got you. We're going to get this. Uh, but no, hopefully, you know, this, you know, new season coming up, um, some great, you know, interviews coming up. Um, but uh, here's to another great year, many more after that. And I want to say I love you ladies very much. And, you know, when the day we do meet, I hope the people around us have earplugs because they're going to need it. <laughs> I hope I have oh. earplugs. <laughs> well, I Why? can get some from work. So. Are you saying we're loud? We're going to be screaming. <gasps> uh, I'm the, the funny thing is, you think everything's on the loud one. No, motherfuckers. I'm actually the quiet one in real life. That's the funny thing. I'm the quiet uh, one. I'm not on this podcast. <laughs> behind the scenes, the camera. Behind the scenes, she's really different. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, that's actually kind of true. I'm very laid back. I'm an introvert. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. This has been crazy these last two years and everything. Just been like a, a lot of ups and downs. With, uh, but it's like, it's been, it's been absolutely awesome. And definitely looking forward to the time ahead and um now that miss jolie's done with football season and everything start um ramping up getting more guests on here and everything i definitely want to have a mission pro day for sure because uh they have thunder rose on and then like um, one of the co-owners jeremiah and uh one of their producers mel and whichever talent i can get on from there um and just um, just kind of doing a reach out and just kind of see where our journey takes us takes us to and everything. So, and like you said, like you said, Kaylin, I've said it before. It's like God help whatever city we land in when all three of us meet together for the first time. Woo! All right, who's buying drinks? Not it. <laughs> oh God! All right, I guess the boss lady's got it. <laughs> uh, well, thank. thank- we just kind of want to say a big thank you to everyone who's supported us, retweeted our stuff, listened, um, responded, and uh, just been with us this whole way. And we definitely look forward to, like I said, the time ahead. Well, that's all we have. for. And shout outs to every uh, podcast out there that has made uh, contributions to our show. Uh, yes. We love you guys. Uh guy from clark's want you back on loved you um steffi you definitely need to come back on congratulations to you and steven on your new show maybe we can collaborate yes definitely um special thanks to chaos theory for our wonderful theme song i still get i still get compliments to this day and uh if you want to if you want to hook up with him um if you want us to hook you up with him so y'all can talk uh, a new theme and pricing and everything, just uh, DM us at QT Bound Down. <sighs> yeah, and then it's just like uh, people we've talked to over in Europe and everything and just, <sighs> yeah, it's like. Our Aussie boy. So- oh, beat it. Champ. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got back for real, for real. Yeah, we got yeah, it's like whenever we do a nice show again, we got to get him back on for real. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in ne- next time as the takeover continues. Have a good one. <laughs>